Welcome to a podcast. Not just any podcast, but this podcast in particular. Hello, Jason Klom, Danny J's Comedy Hour. Yes, you. Uh, yeah, I just—I was just curious. Is that uh, the first idea you had for an intro for this episode, or is this something you've been workshopping for a while? Uh, it is both the first and the last idea I had for an intro on this episode. No, oh, on this episode, you scared me for a second. I thought you were going to say this is the last episode of the podcast, <laughs> and you hadn't warned me. Yeah, yeah. That's a just heads up. Uh, you're clearly not using. The, I'm kind of out. That's fair. You're clearly not using your green screen. You're using using the uh, yeah. whatever it's called, and it is really having a time with, with your chair. gaming chair. Holy shit! Is it? A, I forgot. Is it a, officially a gaming chair? It just happens to be really comfortable. Oh, it is. Yeah, I was gonna say. I don't think they make things like that that aren't for gaming. Yeah, they're designed to cradle my bottom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Does the it? Arms do are like they can point. Like that little arm resty dealies can point mm-hmm. in and out. Okay. They slide forwards and backwards. Sure. Do you remember those little single Up unit ro- little like little floor rocking chair Do they type still of make things? Those. They still They're make still them? very popular. Yeah. Are they comfortable? Is that a possibility? Last time I sat in one, no. Then what? But I can't sit on the floor personally. It's probably fine for like a younger gamer. But, but I'm I'm in the 40s now, and I just sure. can't do floor shit. Mm-hmm. Like now, when, when we s- go when mm-hmm. we go to see Shakespeare, I can't sit on the hillside anymore. I just can't do okay. it. It now, breaks you, my body. We haven't gone over this. Well, you say you're in the 40s. You have traveled to the 1940s. Is <laughs> exactly. that Exactly. Okay. I'm working. My, I'm, I'm finally working my way back. That's crazy. So this is gonna this is gonna really throw off our timeline now. Uh huh. I mean, are you there like on vacation because there's no COVID and you can walk around and you hopefully are not a super spreader person, or yeah, yeah, we. I, we Are just got past the whole Spanish flu thing, so mm-hmm. if I went back a little bit further, it might have been a challenge again. Sure, because sure. Because ex- literally exactly the same thing fucking happened. So you went to. So what you're saying is you went to 1918, skipped that one, two, skip a few, decided to go to the 40s. So you're not stuck in the 40s that you know of. No, you're just in the 40s right That's now. Just, that was a, that was a choice. That's interesting. Where are you broadcasting from, and how? An arc. It was like an RKO tower. Mm, oh, okay. Okay. But um, I attached like a little um, uh, jack-in-the-box. Oh. Did you know that if you turn those, <laughs> it, the sound waves actually travel through time? This I did not know. No, it's that, science. That, you know, that explains why ghosts do jump scares. Ghosts yep. are probably just the imprints of jack-in-the-boxes. That's all it is. That makes sense now. Okay. Okay, yep. here's the problem with the absurdity yeah. level of this show. It's so easy for us to sign on to the things the other person says that it's 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 not. We should both be laughing, I think, more than we do. But we're both just like, no, of course, <laughs> no, that, no. Is, it, that makes sense. If that you is, really, yeah, if you really don't think about it, it makes a lot of sense. Ghosts are jack in the boxes. That makes okay. That's good. Now I hasten to ask this question before we get to the subject matter of this week's episode. Yeah, I well, hasten ahead, to it. ask this. Do it. Do it. Do it. What technology did you use to travel back in time? Steam. It seems the easiest way to do it. It just, it just, it's just so easy. Right. It's really easy to use Steam to travel through time. That's just science. You know, if I ask any Steam scientist, yeah, and they'll tell you, oh yeah, time travel easy. If I bring this up, you're just gonna forget by the end of the episode. What? I feel like that's what happens every time. Um. Well, no, I don't. Yeah, I don't want to want to ruin your time in in the forties. (laughs) <laughs> what what year is it specifically? What nineteen forty what? Nineteen forty three. It's a jolly time. It's a lot of fun. Are you in the states? It's hard or? to find pantyhose and metal though. It seems to be <laughs> like I've been trying to. F- I've been trying to like. It, I need that as part of my like uh, satellite array to really make this high quality audio. Mm-hmm. Um, but I cannot find any nylons. Mm-hmm. I cannot find any uh, freaking cast iron anywhere. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. You were also going to start a silk screening business. It was. Then too. Yeah, just not, I got nothing. Dicked. Wow. Yeah. That's unfortunate. <laughs> so you are in the United States. Okay. That's that's what I wanted yeah. to know. Uh, you're in in what we call a, a victory tower or a, a radio tower, but everything they yeah. added victory to the beginning. Everything was victory. So that, yeah. Okay. Victory fries. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> victory toast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> victory kissing as we all yep, know as we all well know went over baby give you a big old victory kiss slobber slobber so uh let's talk about um the subject matter at hand i 
<laughs> didn't pick anything in advance and then realized, wait, what's the quickest thing I could possibly <laughs> cover? And that is 2017, 2016's Vinyl Dwarf. Uh, the irony being it is it was never created on vinyl. It doesn't exist on vinyl. And uh, it was cut like on a record lathe. Dan, is that an Oregon Trail shirt? What are you wearing? It's just an Oregon shirt. Oh, just Oregon. Okay, that's fine. Uh, Vinyl Dwarf being the smallest comedy record in world history, ladies and gentlemen. 1.5 inches in diameter. Um, why did I hit print screen when I didn't actually have... Let's Here, let's do this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pin you, and then we'll do that. And there we go. Um, beautiful. Very beautiful. Uh, yeah, so this uh, we decided... Well, we've been wanting to do something fun... And uh, for a long time with small records, we've tried to do small records before. Like we made, quote unquote, the smallest vinyl comedy album. Well, the smallest comedy album when we did Ho Christmas Tree in 2014. Yeah. But that was a micro SD card, which is, you know, some people might say it's cheating. I don't care. I still think it's fun. I don't know that anybody's released a comedy album that small yet. Yeah. Um, They've just, uh, they either do it on a standard medium mm -hmm. or uh, completely digitally, mm -hmm. which doesn't count as small. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. So we did that, and then we I mean, got by together. definition, electrons are small, yeah. but I don't think that counts as small. Uh, no, that's very true. Right? Get, like it no. doesn't count. Mm -hmm. We did two versions of small on that, by the way. We also did a... I compressed that entire album into a single uh, MP3 at the lowest possible bit rate. <laughs> yeah. And it is on there, and it sounds so horrible, obviously. obviously. What bit rate was it? Do you remember? Uh, let's see. I can probably pull it up. MP3 family version, entire track. Here we go. And bonus materials. Nope, that's the wave version. Where is it? I have it in here somewhere. Uh, I'll have to, I'll have to do a little bit of hunting, <laughs> uh, but it is definitely, oh, here we go. This is entitled stupid bit rates, uh, 16 kilobytes per second. So it is, uh, <laughs> oh less than six megabytes for what is uh, probably a 40 some minute record. Uh, that is such a terrible bit rate. Fif 50 minutes. It's a 50 <laughs> minute record. It's long for a record and it is 16 kilobytes per second. It sounds like mush, you know. Like well, you're talking through potatoes. Yeah, I'm actually shocked at the fidelity uh, that this old RKO, RKO <laughs> tower is uh, projecting this far into the future. Um, have you decided... Especially without nylons and cast iron pants. Uh, well, exactly right. Have you decided to warn anybody about things that are going to happen? Or you don't want to tell... You don't want to... No, I don't play that events? game. That's a okay. dangerous game to play. I don't do that. No, you just travel through time as a tourist. You're a time tourist. Yeah, um, a time wrist. A time wrist, sure. Uh, yeah, so that we, we did that record. Then we decided, uh, well, is there any way to do a, a vinyl or, you know, a smallest record? Uh, there are, I got to tell you, there's a company, so whatever. I am going all over the place. Long <laughs> yeah. story short, Vinyl it's been, Dwarf. It's been a little while, guys. It has been, been a little been while. A little, it's been a hot minute. It has been. And so, therefore, my brain's going all over the place. But we went, we got together with people in a position to know the people over there always do interesting records. They created not just these one and a half inch blanks and kept experimenting to try and get these to go. Uh, they also created a custom plinth to play it on, which is, uh, you know, insane. Uh, am I have to let the cat out? I think I might have to let the cat out. I think she needs to go. Oh, hi, cat. Oh, you let the cat out, Jay. All right, one second. It was just that time that Jay realized that cats are not airplanes and thus cannot be used to travel to Europe. And without travel to Europe, what is even the point of owning a cat? I, I, I can't wait to hear whatever great story that was you just told them. Or was it a warning, a travel warning of some kind? Well, it was just a statement of fact. Okay, that's fair. Uh, where was I? Long story short, got together with people in a position to know, went all the way out to Palm Springs when they were out here, because I think they're Arizona-based, or were. They've actually recently moved and were selling off a bunch of their record lathes, and this is the worst time, because if I had the money, I would have bought one. Oh, I'd man, right? i my own records. Right? <laughs> one of these days, it'll happen. But, uh, they, uh, yeah, so they cut this record, we got it to work, and, uh, like, I remember him telling me, he's like, yeah, I drove, like, the people in the office crazy because they've now heard these quote-unquote jokes this joke that you did <laughs> this, over this and over again wonderful joke which i realized by the way i totally i didn't steal the punchline i didn't steal the joke but the idea of s apostrophe no balls 
I definitely stole from a comedy album title by Toby Huss because he's got a Christmas album called Snowballs and he plays Rudy Cassoni, who is supposed to be Frank Sinatra's bastard child because uh-huh. he does the best Frank Sinatra impression on the planet and also is a very good improv- uh, improvisational actor. Long story short, uh, one side of this record is a uh, setup. Other side is a punchline. Welcome to the world's smallest comedy album. And now, our joke. Why can't the snowman get his snow wife pregnant? Turn your disc over for the punchline. And now the punchline. Because he has snowballs. Thank you for listening from Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour and people in a position to know. We actually spent a good 30, 45 minutes figuring out what joke to put on this record. I remember, we literally have to, had to workshop it and then at some point... We did. It, what? But what we came up with is neither. It's Christmas oriented for no reason. I mean, for no other, reason. Other than we've done Christmas albums before. Maybe, yeah. Um, because that, that kind of is a connection. Yeah, but j- yeah. So we had to do a very simple joke that could be told in ten because uh, twenty seconds. Because I think it's ten seconds on either side, if I'm mm-hmm. not mistaken. And it also has to play <laughs> when it actually plays. You'll hear the video. The video is on YouTube. Uh, thanks to Boing Boing, it's got a few thousand views. Uh, like this, they only play the setup and the setup is played so slow because the custom plinth can't play it back at normal speed. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it was crazy, but yeah, that, that was the development of this record where I was like, Dan, uh, we need to get this done, but I don't want this to be something I make on my own. This cannot be a Dan and Jay's comedy hour project where I, and I also, I can't think of a joke and it can't be <laughs> a joke that we already know. <laughs> right. So that's what we came up with. And yep. uh, and there's backwards masking on the on the second half of it, which is yeah. Dan saying we really suck, um, which is a callback to the first sketches we ever did as the head cleaners. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts, Dan, re-listening to this? Um, I would say that is probably the best comedy record ever printed. I agree. I agree. Um, I I only wish they made I mean, more it's than concise. one that works. It's mm-hmm. clear. It's concise. It's true. Gets in. Gets out. Business Joke is done. Yep, yeah. exactly right. That's how they should all be done. That's how it should all be done. Um, yeah, so I've since found another company that makes records that are smaller than that. Like, oh, really? They're just like, yeah, we cut one-inch records for something. And I'm like, okay, now I need, I'm need. i going to now try and contact them and be like, can you go like a micron thinner? Can you just... Right? How much thinner can you go so that we can not only have the thinnest comedy record, that's the only reason we didn't get in the Guinness Book, because they're like, we don't do it by category. If it was the smallest record, you could have gotten in kind of thing. Uh, and I had to pay money to get considered. It was only like 50 bucks. But, you know, uh, you can pay another like $1,000 or something to have them come out and... and but then, you know, why do that? Because they wouldn't have considered it. And it would have been a waste yeah. of my money. It would have been a waste, so, yeah. We still feel confident it's the smallest comedy album of all time. That's fine with me. Smallest in, in every sense, by the way. Smallest, it is petty. It is a petty album. Um, <laughs> well, uh, spiritually, mm-hmm. physically, yeah. emotionally, it is the smallest record. Now, in the 40s, if I remember correctly, um, Dana Jay's comedy, are, as people may or may not uh, be aware, uh, and I, you know, I'll be honest, I, these things could cross over and I'm not entirely sure, but we've always been told these stories in our families that Dan and Chase Comedy are started out as a concern back way, way farther back than we ever existed uh, uh, as we are. And they were either, here's what I've been thinking, they're either our grandparents and great-grandparents or possibly they're us traveling through time. I don't know yet. I'm not sure. But have you run into any of our progenitors in? I've actively avoided it. I am sure. currently in Oklahoma. <laughs> Okay, so you are at an RKO tower <clears throat> in Oklahoma. Uh-huh. Yep. Just to specifically be as far away from apparently anything as you can. Yeah, I'm trying. Okay. Um, I hope. Oh, uh, what month is it? You you, you parallel in in terms of month and and yeah, and time? I do that because I get confused otherwise. Mm. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> you know, I can track the fact that I'm back in time uh, for you sixty years or whatever the. It's fuck easier it is. just to subtract years than it is to subtract like months and days and sure, mi- sure. like minutes and hours is just too much. That makes sense. That that absolutely makes sense. Have you had to look yeah. out for any kind of uh, tornado situation, anything like that? No, it's freaking November, dude. Mm, okay, all right, November. 
That makes sense. I'm just trying to see. It's so not, it's not tornado season. I made sure not to come here during tornado season. That would be mm. ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, especially in the 1940s, is it the Dust Bowl? I don't even remember. <laughs> I didn't ask around. <laughs> you didn't ask around. That's fair. I think the Dust Bowl was the 30s. I could be wrong. I, I bet. Mostly 1930s. I, yeah. Know. Yep. Yep. I knew that. 1930 <laughs> to 1930. Well, you just missed it. Good. Smart. Good Thank for you. you. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm glad you missed it. So, okay. So you're actively avoiding that. Have you heard any radio broadcasts by the old Dana Jay's Comedy Hour? No, I don't listen to the radio. Oh. I use the radio. You use it. It is a medium for you, specifically. Exactly. It is a is tool it that I use. Just you, just you and the wife, you and the fam. Like, what's what's uh, how's uh, you know, you bring people with you, bring the cats with you. No, that would be awkward. Okay, it's just, it's me. just you. Okay. They, they won't miss me. I'll be back before they even know I'm gone. That's absolutely true. Literally, they, I'll be there like a minute before I leave. Do they know that you're like time? Tra- do you tell anybody in case uh, something goes wrong? They, I, I've mentioned it to them, but they don't. I don't think they believe me. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, who would? Right. I mean, Hey, I use steam to travel through time. I'm going to go to the 40s in the middle of Oklahoma for some reason. Exactly. That's a, you still have to. I'm assuming you still have to physically travel from Boise in the 40s to Oklahoma in the. 40s. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, but I did. I went to Oklahoma first. Mm, oh, okay. To make it easier on transportation is way better right yeah you know, okay. right now. Now that makes sense. That makes sense. Um. It's got to be nice not to have to worry about COVID, though. You can just go out and get all that classic Oklahoma food. Just do whatever you want. Go to yeah, those it's Oklahoma just basically, parties. This is basically a, a grilled pig every day. Oh, wow. I mean, it kind of sounds good. That kind of sounds delicious. <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, right, but anything, yeah, it's, the problem is it's not in moderation, right? Mm-hmm. Anything, Anything's good in moderation, but it's mm-hmm. it's not. Okay. Literally, like every day, I'm like, oh god, another whole pig to eat. Damn okay. it. Okay. You have to eat the whole pig on your own. Everybody at the table's given their own suckling pig kind of situation. Yeah. Oh wow. That it's is... a very successful pig farm. I'm I'm currently living on. <laughs> living on a pig like, farm. It's one of the things like uh, their their mm-hmm. trough runneth over kind of thing. Sure, sure. We got to get rid of the, these their <laughs> pigs. Yep. Um That makes sense. Uh, do they, how do they tell? Does like a spider tell them which ones to kill and not to kill? Is it that kind of situation or? No, it's a medium. She predicts. Oh, that's fascinating. I had, I I, here's the thing though, is like, Mm -hmm. I don't think she's actually Romani. Okay. She's got a very thick Brooklyn accent. Huh. So she's, she's fake. I think so, but it's hard to prove. Okay. Right. Because they, these people in Oklahoma, they don't know the difference between a Romani and just someone from Brooklyn. Sure. How would they? They know? don't have TV. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Yeah. There's no TV. I've stolen the radio tower, so they don't have radio right now. Oh, you've st- Oh, so are you, like, kind of barricaded in there? And they? No, no. I mean, like, as in I'm using it, so the radio okay. transmissions aren't bouncing off of it. What would typically be paying, playing, like, right now? I don't know Sinatra. When is he from? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't listen a, to the radio. I told he, you that. It's fair. No, he's around then. That's absolutely. <laughs> that's fair. He is around then. Uh, I mean, they might be playing some important messages from Theodore Roosevelt, or not Theodore Roosevelt. <laughs> not anymore. Nope. Nope. <laughs> His good friend and cousin Franklin Delano Roosevelt. They might be playing some things by him. I could be wrong. Um, <laughs> you might want to get get keep an ear out no, no no fireside chats today thank you very much okay wow so dan is interrupting <laughs> the important messages uh from your their disabled president okay yep uh how is uh, thanksgiving dan <laughs> just just so much suckling pig <laughs> but you're tired of it so it's not <laughs> fun <laughs> anymore oh no man. no we uh we made thanksgiving dinner uh christy and caden moved back in because mm-hmm. their landlord was being a pain in the ass yeah and so we had um, several friends who were not doing Thanksgiving, either because they were working or just because they're by themselves and it doesn't make, they just didn't feel like it made sense to do their own Thanksgiving. So sure. we took we took the food and we brought it to them. We brought Thanksgiving to several friends. That's awesome. That's fun. That's pretty good. Um, did you do that early in the morning and then settle well, down or what? We, uh, we brought them the food around four... And then they were done okay. delivering by five, and then that's when we kind of sat down and ate that's awesome. dinner. Yeah, what we happened? made the things. We made the turkey the day before. Oh, okay. Because our kitchen has a very small oven, as you mm-hmm. recall. Yeah. Um. So it was easier just to make the turkey the day before, and honestly, it was better that way because then we didn't have to like clean up turkey. 
mm-hmm. on the day of Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, we That's just nice. we just it was already in Tupperware. We just took out what we needed and put the rest back in the fridge. It was That's great. Awesome. No, that sounds real good. That sounds pleasant. We uh, we did. <laughs> okay, so uh, obviously you know we're vegetarian and wait we're... what? Oh shit! Since when? Yeesh. On and off for twenty years. Sorry, I guess I forgot. To, I forgot to mention that. Um, we so there was a whole lot of panic on the other side of the house. On like, uh-huh. hey, I want to make sure we've got a good Thanksgiving. I, you know, and uh, she knows I've got very low blood sugar. She was very concerned about me having, you know, a freak out because I can if I don't eat enough. And I'm like, no, yeah, I'll, I'll snack. I'll be an adult. I'll, I'll snack. And I did. I snacked. That we got a lot of snacks delivered in time. Did that. Worked on the food. And, uh, you know, it was slow to get made. I helped. Thank Christ. I actually helped make some of the food. Was this, but, this was in your apartment? Just you and, yeah, and yeah. the lady? The lady. And we sat down to eat at 11 p.m. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> because because some of it took a little longer. Some of the things uh, took some brainstorming. So we have your, do you know what an elote is? I think I might have mentioned it before. An elote? Yes. It is Mexican it sounds street like a type corn. Of, sounds like a type of coffee. It does. It's a Mexican street corn. I'll have an elote. Like, can I have a hazelnut elote? Yeah, it kind of does. It's basically <laughs> a cooked cob of corn on okay. a stick that is rolled in. Uh, I might get the order wrong. It is rolled in. Uh, uh, it don't is, get my order wrong. I will send it back to the kitchen. Yeah, I know. You're a real Karen. It is covered <laughs> in margarine, uh, mayo, uh, like, I think Parmesan. I'm and, already digging this. And uh, like Mexican chili spices. Okay. And it is one of the best things I've ever eaten. Um, some places out here you can get an elote bowl if you don't want to eat it off the cob, if you're afraid of the cob. I don't like it that way, like on the cob, but I knew it was going to have to make a bowl. Um, so we had hominy, which is, I did not know that hominy was just hominy, like big hominy, ass hominy, corn. hominy, hominy, hominy. It was like big corn, big chunky uh-huh. corns. Like the kind that I, I bet that's what they make corn nuts out of because they're massive. That makes sense, yeah. But opened the can of, of hominy, which was this big, and looked on the inside, and there's rust. There's a little bit of rust. And I'm like, oh, oh no. <laughs> what do we have? Well, we have actual grits. So I'm like, fuck it. I'll use grits and cream corn, and this will be our little casserole. This will be the thing that I, I contribute the most to. Uh-huh. Would have tasted fine. Uh, and I doled some out for myself. I'm like, well, it needs mayo, so I'll put a little bit of mayo in it. And I'm like, yeah, a little bit more mayo. Dan, there, there were a couple times when I got basically a spoonful of mayo, and I have never felt more gross in my life, and I couldn't eat the rest of it. And now I, I do not. I like it. eating spoonfuls of mayo. <laughs> like I, when when I make sandwiches and I have to scoop out the mayo, I'll lick the spoon before putting it in the sink. <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe if I saw it coming, maybe I'd be okay with it. You know, it. that's the thing. Yeah, if I got if I caught just a spoonful of mayo off guard, I don't know that I would have the same reaction. When that's everything fair. else that's has fair. these nice flavors happening, yeah, it's like supposed to be a combination of, as you can tell, like six different things going on. It's yeah. all salt, fat, acid, heat, as they say. All that's right. And it was disgusting, as Netflix says. Exactly right. Thank you very much. Uh, but the other thing we made was uh, we never. We never have had this ourselves, but we've been doing Thanksgiving at my friend uh, Christina's parents. That's Alan's wife's parents. Right, I remember. Uh, when we've been going there for three or four years in a row, and it's mm-hmm. very sad when you have a, a thing to do and you're like, you don't get to fucking do it this year. Whenever we do that, there are a few things you can count on, and one of them is something Alan makes called what he calls company potatoes, but if you look <laughs> it up most of the time, they're called funeral potatoes. <laughs> It is a Minnesota hot dish, and it is basically potatoes au gratin with a bunch of chewy cheese, delicious like cheese in it, and it is covered in cornflakes. Oh, my God. Can crunchy. I have that? That uh, it's sounds the, it's amazing. The, the fattiest, saltiest, best thing. Oh, my thing. God. I need that recipe. We can make so it. So good. Oh, you, my God. You should make it. Now, we didn't have all the things to do it right. However, our substitutes worked out perfectly fine. Nice. Uh, it was weird. Uh, don't get me wrong. Putting easy cheese into a casserole... And then, by the way, seeing how it doesn't integrate, it just sits where it was because it's so chemically. It, it turned out to be perfect, and it was delicious. We mixed a bunch of things, and we got so the we idea have a uh, we got a recipe from our friend Rachel, who uh-huh. we've had at every Thanksgiving we've had out here until this year. Sure, um, and she does a green bean casserole, <sighs> and so she sent us a recipe. <laughs> and one of the main ingredients of the recipe, mm-hmm. easy cheese. Really. Yeah, it's so good. Wow. Oh yeah. I can't picture that, but I'm down. Like, that yeah, I'll have to get. I'll get you the recipe. It holy was shit! Su- it's super good. 
Super I will. Good. I will also ask Alan his specific company slash funeral potatoes recipe because <laughs> yes. it's all over the internet. If you look it up, it shows both of those. But I want to go off of his because his maybe would, a family yeah. recipe. Uh, what was it? Okay, and then we made. Here's the thing: we made a bunch of. Oh, we're like, we're we gonna do stuffing, and we realized we didn't have stuffing. But she had bought cornbread mix, so we made cornbread that is flavored and and textured like stuffing. So we had big old chunks hmm. of cornbread that you could just eat like it was, uh, and it tastes like stuffing, and that was great. It was a take. It was a deconstructed. Actually, it's like a reconstructed. It's reconstructed <laughs> stuff. We kind of had to do something similar to that because uh-huh. since we have again such a small oven, yeah, um, we made use of the three instant pots we have between us and Christy. Oh, okay. <laughs> and so we did instant pot stuffing. Okay, how was and that? it was super good. I bet. I bet. It was super good. Oh, and all you do is just turn it on and then walk away for like it's half so an hour. It's good. <laughs> Uh, and that's how we did the mashed potatoes. That's how we always do mashed potatoes. Wow. Okay. And God. then we did the green bean casserole. And then um, there's this, uh, um, was it Tony Roma's? I don't remember. It's like this um, sweet potato casserole type mm-hmm. thing. But it's basically sweet potatoes with maple syrup in them. <sighs> and then a coating so of so pecans good. and brown sugar. Oh, my God. And oh um, my shit, so good. That's the one thing we had to sacrifice because again, <laughs> eleven p.m. We're like, are yeah, we gonna do a dessert. Um, See, if br- we didn't, if we didn't do the turkey the day before, they, we basically would have experienced the same thing because right. the turkey literally took up the entire oven. There was wow. nothing else they could cook at the same time as it. <laughs> I forget that that's the thing about turkey, though. Also, if you don't, so I took the I took one. the day off before Thanksgiving, uh huh, <coughs> and was just like, okay. Today is the day I make turkey and pumpkin pie, and we mm-hmm. clean the house. That's what today is. All right. And Caden helped me make the pumpkin pie, awesome. and I have to say, it is the smoothest, creamiest <laughs> pumpkin pie I have ever made, probably Amazing. because Caden spent probably half an hour mixing it while I was getting the other stuff together. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> but it's so good. I bet. It is the best pumpkin pie I've made yet. <laughs> His repetitive stress injuries will have been worth it. It's fine. <laughs> it sounds... He's starting early. It's, it's a well, I told him he thing. was done mixing until I got some other stuff together. But then he's like, I'm sitting there like getting some of the spices together and stuff. Uh-huh. He's like, I mixed it some more. I'm like, okay. It's <laughs> uh, <that's> so good. <laughs> he really likes it. That's really mm-hmm. good. Oh, my God. Uh, and then our and main... He doesn't like eating pie, but he oh, likes wow. making pie. Oh, wow. He doesn't like pie. That's, no. that's I'm weird. sure it'll change when he's older. He's, he's a kid with weird texture things, I think. That's true. Yeah, it makes sense. We uh, our main thing then our protein was gonna be oh we were gonna make bread but that got tossed out the window very quickly because oh man you shouldn't do that that could have hurt someone I know it's what we we took the bread machine threw it out the window <laughs> we heard some noises but it was Thanksgiving I'm not gonna be fucked with that that's exactly not what I'm dealing with uh, and you like we... you yelled the window it's Turkey Day. <laughs> Oh, I understand. <laughs> we we then uh, decided Thank that you, our protein would be on rice instead of on bread. We were going to okay. do like pulled pork, basically. With we have these veggie curls that you can buy, so that you don't have to buy pre-made veggie. Just do whatever you want, flavor it however you want. Just takes Got a lot it. of soaking and stuff. And these curls have been okay and good every time we've had them. But she also bought uh, some sweet baby raised barbecue sauce, and basically mm. prepared. Basically, it ended up being like some of the. Not worst. I don't want to say worst because it was one of the best things I've eaten in a long time. It basically tasted like the best thing that is ever offered at a Panda Express. Like sometimes when their stuff <laughs> actually tastes good uh-huh. and is sticky and sweet and also like salty and tastes like meat. There was so much barbecue sauce. I'm like, this is meat. It, 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 this would fool someone. It yeah. would have fooled me if I didn't know. And it was uh, so fucking good. So that when made I, it all when, when I had jury duty in, in, in L.A., <laughs> mm-hmm. I went to a Panda Express. Yeah during our like lunch period and got the worst food mm-hmm. ever. I can't eat Panda mm-hmm. Express right now. Yeah. I've no, not shouldn't. yet been able to eat that. If I know it's Panda Express, I can't eat it. It's like I got sweet and sour chicken mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm. and like the the freaking coating sloughed off it. Oh, yeah. yeah, that that is the difference. We didn't have that situation. There was no breading. And that's so just I had that. That's what I had. And then just yeah. from now from this from that point on I've not been able to eat Panda Express if I know it's Panda Express. I've had it since. Sure. And it and was okay, fine, but yeah. I didn't know it was Panda But if I know it's Panda Express, my uh, brain uh, has this block. Yeah. That's just like, you can't eat that. It's poison. When I worked at the second toy store, <laughs> we were across from a Panda Express, and my options were an Auntie Anne's pretzel 
or sometimes that was my snack, uh, or I go to Panda Express. And Dan, every time I went, I would get the spicy eggplant. Every time I went, I would have to take an early break to take a giant messy dump because it made me ill every time. And I never learned my lesson. Yeah. And here's the thing. When you're a jury duty, you don't get to just go to the bathroom. No, of course not. And I was a goddamn (laughs) alternate, which made it worse, right? Like my opinion didn't even fucking matter, but I had to be there. Oh, that is not fair. That is not fair. <laughs> like, how do you, excuse me, judge, like, how do you, you can't, like, what are you judge, supposed to? Judge, <laughs> um, I need to take a trip down the Hershey Highway, <laughs> and I might hit a couple mud puddles on the way. <laughs> excuse me. And you just scoot out of the, out of the, I say as I leave the room. Do you ever run into anybody famous at jury duty? That seems to be a thing out here. I never have. No. No. Nope. It was boring AF. Of all the times in LA, 17 years, I've I've gone to jury duty, and I've never been chosen. Um, And of all the times, only last year was I on jury duty in Burbank. And I lived in Burbank for 10 years. The other times were always, hey, why don't you come to downtown LA? Which is like, what the, why? Why? This is asinine, but it's a county thing. So you get stuck wasn't chosen last time either i think the one time i wasn't chosen god was i not chosen because i don't remember what it was but i was trying to make a logical argument as to i was trying to be honest and even though i didn't want to be chosen i was still trying to be honest and i think by the end of our discussion the foreman of the jury or whomever it was the lawyers making the decisions was like Oh, this guy's a fucking idiot. Never mind. He can't make a decision. <laughs> I'm fairly certain. That was the look on his face. We were having a discussion, and I used the phrase preponderance of evidence. And he's like, well, you know, that doesn't mean shadow of a reasonable doubt. You have to understand what that means. And to be fair, I probably didn't. I probably wasn't grasping some basic thing, and uh, it was probably good I wasn't on the jury. Yeah. That's fine. Let's be honest. That's um, on them, right? I didn't want to be chosen, but I did not try. Much as I thought I would try and wiggle my way out of it, I didn't. I was just like... All right, I have to be honest here, and then I'm I'll... always very honest. Most yeah. of the time, they don't like me because I am honest, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? I mean, yeah. the only ones. The last time, like when I was on this jury duty, mm-hmm. they asked me very basic questions. Mm-hmm. I can't even think of anything. Like now that I know what the case was about, which was, um, uh, it was a a, a guy got pulled over. Mm-hmm. For drinking and driving, mm-hmm. that's not what this case was about. Okay, this case was about um, whether or not the police followed proper procedure uh-huh. in um, giving him the breathalyzer. Which, frankly, oh. they did not. Okay, they gave they didn't they didn't sign it out like they used someone else's breathalyzer, so it wasn't signed out to the police that did it. Mm-hmm. And like all these, there was a whole bunch of things. Wow. The guy ended up being um you know uh the the police were in you know found guilty for what they did okay okay that's interesting and you don't you don't remember what the questions were i remember what the questions were i think it's like do do i drink which i was like no Mm -hmm. not really at that point i only drank socially Mm -hmm. like um i don't even think i I didn't have my license yet Uh uh-huh so like driving wasn't a thing I don't, I don't, I don't remember what questions they asked me. I think they were very mundane. Mm-hmm. And they, they wanted to know if you had any life experience to match up, but also don't have some kind of a bias that's going to fuck with yeah. it. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I'm sure that's a thankless job. I'm sure that's not easy for them to do. Um, however, it is just weird to be dragged out of your bed, um, or away from your job that doesn't pay you for, um, jury duty. If you have that's the, kind the of thing, job that uh, the job did. They did. Oh, that's they good. They did pay for that's my nice. jury duty. I would be. Can I tell you, if I ever had a job who paid me for jury duty, I'd be a fucking yes. Great. Great. Yeah, I didn't. I literally didn't have a problem with it. Yeah, that's great. Other than knowing that since it was just me and my boss that were the only IT people, yeah, that's a knowing problem. that I'd be probably coming back to a build-up backlog of work. Oh, oh God, that's the worst feeling. <laughs> that is the worst feeling that I haven't But had at least they time. chose me the first day. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's not like because you know, like Boise does it very similar to L.A., where you're there mm-hmm. for the week, mm-hmm. oh, okay. and if you get through the week and they don't pick you, you're donezo. Mm-hmm. But yeah. if they pick you, even on that last day, then you're on jury. But they try to complete a regular case in a week. Yeah. Unless yeah. something you know weird happens. Right, so right. the uh, that one I was picked on right on Monday, mm-hmm. but I was there. It was like 4 p.m. is when I got pulled in. I was there all day on Monday. 
Oh. And then 4 p.m. they pulled me in, and then I got chosen. And then I was there for the rest of the week. Giving me an anxiety attack. <laughs> <laughs> so I, th- I thought I was scot-free. I'm like, there's yeah. no way they're going to pick course. me in this last hour. Of course. That's how and it always is. And then I fucking is. got picked. Yeah. And it was as an alternate, so that means that like I had to sit through it just like a regular jury member. I had mm-hmm. to take notes. I couldn't do anything else. I yep. had to listen in case someone like got hit by a bus or something. Mm-hmm. But I knew. I'm like, the chances were slim. Mm. That someone was not going to show up for jury duty by the end of the week. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm sitting here taking all these notes to listen to the thing, and it means nothing. I wonder what... Okay, so this just occurred to me. There's always this... uh, There's this weird... I understand it. I both understand and and, am annoyed by it. I find that a lot of... um, Rule the general rules of social decorum uh, that are somehow codified as it as goes to a courtroom uh, that are meant to signify respect of the court. Uh, I find them to be a little outmoded and outdated and possibly uh, not possibly. I think very classist. Oh, they're Uh, so fucking classist. Because if I showed up with no shirt sleeves and it was just a generic shirt that wasn't a Confederate flag, you know, some some creepy, obviously racist thing, but just like some hillbilly shit. um, I have a feeling, you know, they'd be like, well, that's, you know, you can't show up like that and they can send you away. And then you have to be business casual. They tell you at least business casual. I will tell you, I've definitely seen people not. tons of times in LA and I respect it although I don't want people to get in trouble for that because again I think it's some classist bullshit what happens if you show up with a I mean I guess they would ask you to cover it up but if you have a tattoo that says like you know fuck life on your forehead and like it's like well that was a part of my life I no longer have it and I can't afford to have it removed do you think they have you covered up what would they have you do I wonder what the policy is I don't think they would have you cover it up okay because I did, like I saw some people with face tattoos there. Really? Okay. It seemed like a thing. Okay. It's pretty common. Uh, you know, they're gonna. Assume, the thing is also, you should be like, <laughs> a lot of face tattoos and neck tattoos and shit. This is not. I know this is a gross generalization, but a lot of times it's associated with former gang life, which yeah. you have to assume is former if they're actually showing up for jury duty and doing their civil. Exactly. That's thing. what I'm thinking. So it's like. You can't be like, well, this guy's going to side with a gang because, no, he's probably trying to get out of one or has gotten out of one. So, yeah, I just, I always wonder about those things. But, yeah, I think that I find that shit. And they can't, from my understanding, they can't specifically excuse you because you have those tattoos. Yeah. Yeah. So they try to find reasons to get rid of it. They try, yeah. I think they get like X number where there's no questions asked, excusing of a juror. Okay. They get three each or something like that. Interesting. Okay. Where they don't have to explain it. That's don't have to have a reason for so it. problematic. <laughs> uh, uh, Dan, you want to talk about this week's sponsor? <laughs> yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, this week, Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour is brought to you again by... Oh, oh, let's go there. Let's let's do your beer sponsor. I was talking about our actual oh, it's, sponsor. It's disappearing. I'm it holding is. an invisible it bottle. Is. <laughs> <laughs> you have to hold it in front of your face. That's the only way it's going to work. Murph, have you had that on? You've had it before, right? Yeah. Murph wine. They actually make white wine as well as red wine. Oh. We should try and get them as an actual sponsor on the I would show. love it because it always reminds me of Lamp. And so I, I've, I have three <laughs> bottles of this. I love it so and much. I almost never drink wine. We have a... Uh, oh, my God. Well, It's actually I'm just, decent, though. I'm going to say, before we get to the actual sponsor, but fingers crossed, uh, knock, I think that's actual wood. Uh, Daisy was, I think, having a pretty bad allergic reaction to... They were painting the halls, and it was making me sick. And it was coming in under the door, and they were working on this apartment mm. across the way to get it ready for people. Daisy was sneezing, coughing, and hacking, and I'm like, "Oh God!" For like on and off for like nine days or like seven days, and we're like, "We can't." Like our big thing was like, "We will take her in if it seems life threatening." But every time we called, they're like, "Well, if she's still eating and drinking, then she's probably you just give." And I'm like, "Okay, you're telling me what I want to hear, but thankfully it is actually coming from a place of knowledge." So I'm like, yeah. "Okay, I'll just go with it." That's a, that's a big thing with cats. If they yeah. eat and drink, mm-hmm. most of the time, they're fine. It's so weird. And we think it's, and from talking to a friend of ours who used to be a vet tech and is now a, a, the human version, uh, she's like, yeah, it sounds like allergies and asthma, one or the other or both. Uh, so fortunately, she's she's been good. But uh, one of the things we just, we just, did we just wash it? Yeah, we just washed it for us, but also for her, is one of those 
microfiber, big puffy microfiber blankets, mm. uh, but it's gray. And so I've always called it my lamp blanket. So that's what we always call it. That is always the lamp blanket. <laughs> and Daisy, I've never seen a cat who doesn't love one of those, but Daisy loves it. We have it. one. It's just one of those that and they just Dee love Dee that fell in love with when mm-hmm. she was, you know, six weeks old. Mm-hmm. We have pictures of her wrapped up in it. And now so even uh, Skeeter, Skeeter, like, She'll take a mouthful of a blanket, any of those microfiber blankets. Like she, it goes like, it's not like how some cats do it. Like she's like, right. how? And then oh she just sit there, and you can see her throat vibrating from her suckling on it. Oh my god! And she'll do that for hours, and then she gets up and runs to the water because she's basically of course, absorbed she just all of her dehydrated herself. Spit into that little lamp blanket. <laughs> Holy shit! That's so funny. Oh my god. Oh, yeah. Yesterday. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we have Skeeter, who's our little uh, female orange tabby, which yep. is rare. Mm-hmm. Scrawny little thing. Mm-hmm. And then we have Shuri, who is bigger. Same age, but she's gotten bigger. Mm-hmm. And she's a big old fluff ball. Mm-hmm. Big, fluffy black cat. Sitting on the couch, we're watching Mandalorian last night. Uh-huh. Or the other night. And she turns around, because she loves... When she sits on my chest while we're watching TV, she mm-hmm. always turns around and shows me her chocolate starfish while I'm petting her. <laughs> of course. And there's a big old turd just dangling <laughs> off. I'm like, oh my God. Ah! <laughs> ah! And he's like, what's wrong? I'm like, there's a poop. I'm like, don't let her run away. <laughs> we ended up having to like cut it out of her fur. Oh, poor That's thing. the first time that's happened. Oh, no. It was... It, she tried. It was covered in litter, like sprinkles. Oh but it was no! So and it smelled. She, she smells so bad. Her poo smells so bad. <sighs> oh, kittens, kittens are a fucking treat, man. She even covered, <laughs> covered it in sprinkles for you, Dan. How I you? know, right? It was like a freaking <laughs> donut hole or something. There's literally no way to get into this actual sponsor in like some <laughs> way that isn't <laughs> off color in one way or another. So, so we're talking about weird social justice issues, talking about cat shit. Um, yeah, I've had three quarters of a bottle of wine so far. We <laughs> fuck since we started, or tonight? Tonight, I okay. started that wine before dinner. Okay, okay. We were supposed to have wine on on. Thanksgiving. See, we needed a half cup of wine for the steak that we made. We made sure for dinner. Sure, and the responsible thing to do is to is polish finish off the, the bottle. bottle before it goes bad. That's fair. This week's sponsor, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. It's Chipolo again. Chipolo hey, has returned. Now the good people, the good patient people at Chipolo, not only were they kind enough to wait until I could get the fucking program to work on my phone, which was not their fault. They also recently sent me, they're like, hey, do, do, are you, I, I was like, hey, do you still make the ones that go in your wallet? Because, uh, you know, I, I may at some point have to go outside again and may lose my wallet. <laughs> right? um, you never know. And they're like, oh, I, yeah, I sure. actually lost my wallet for about two months. And then oh. we found it in an old jacket that we had stored away. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> I was looking. I got this ring light. This ring light came with this really stupid, shitty Bluetooth remote. And I have no use for it. But I knew it was missing. And it was driving me insane that it was <laughs> missing. And I use less clothes now. And so, therefore, some of my stuff that was dirty from a long time ago, it's just it's just in a little pile that needs to be washed. But I just haven't fucked with it. I put on a pair of those jeans to go outside because those are basically disposable at this point because i got to take uh-huh. them off as soon as I come back in if I'm going long distance. And I come back in and I reach into the pocket and that's where my little Bluetooth thing was. And it had been <laughs> sitting there for since I bought this, which was in April or whatever. Um, uh, but anyway, that wouldn't have happened had this been attached or had this been in Dan's wallet. Um, I asked them for the wallet one and they're like, sure. Do you want one? And I'm like, yes. So um, it looks like this. And the crazy thing is I already showed this to you, Dan, but it's it looks smaller than a, so a business card. It's it is. It's a lot. Uh, do I have a uh, hold on? Let me pull up like a proper something that you. Oh, you know what? Actually, one of my credit cards does not have the number on the front. Not that I couldn't just blur it out, but uh, this card. So there's there's a card does not have my number on the front. And there's, there's oh wow that's yeah, way small so much smaller so uh, yeah and I I will tell you I got it set up just as with with the other one since I have a functional phone got it set up almost immediately um, I'm I'm assuming I shouldn't need to open anything but again with my but it's got <clears throat> you can see right there little obvious little yeah there we go so ringing that is that is me finding my phone via my Chipolo. I have it in here as Wallet Awesome, because of course I do. 
Um, and then I click that. Ring to find. How, how, oh, there we go. There it is. Beautiful. And it fits nicely in any kind of wallet, including this, this little fellow right here. And, uh, so, you know, it's, it's going to help. So what's funny is that um, yesterday, mm-hmm. um, my sister could not find the remote for our Roku. Mm-hmm. And we have, like, the Roku Ultimate. Mm-hmm. So it has a little button on it that will make the remote make a sound. I was wondering if, you if they made it. one of those. Okay. Yeah. It's just on, the, like, the, the most expensive Roku you can get has that. Sure. And my sister was like, they should have a thing that does that for everything. Mm-hmm. And I was like, they, they do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> And I was looking at my keys hanging up that has the little red circle chipolo on it. Yeah, I mean, I've been waiting. I have been waiting because, you know, as a dumb tech nerd, I've been waiting for these things to come down in price or exist, period, for a very long time. Mm. I really expect what I was expecting was credit card size with a big old chunky butt on it. Like, because the thing that goes on your key ring is chunky so it doesn't get busted up next to your keys. So it turns out the tech is thin enough to fit in something like this, which I Yeah, that's actually I'm, pretty impressive. So it has a speaker and a button and shit. Yeah, right. So I don't know. And it's loud enough that, I mean, I, I, I think that... Oh, darn. What if happened? they had bought this for Black Friday, it was 50% off. For what? But the deal is expired. Chipolo. Oh, shit. Really? There was a... <laughs> damn it. There Wait, was what, a deal. It was 50% off. Up to 50% off. What about Cyber Monday, Dan? It's Cyber Monday almost. Our favorite holiday. Cyber Monday. <laughs> Such you... a real thing that was not invented. It was um, never, yeah. Well, it looks like they still have 45% off the Chipolo bundle. I mean, that's not bad. What does it come with, Dan? Now that we're, does it come with? Uh, it looks like it comes with two of the disc Chipolos mm-hmm. and one of the card Okay. for $44 instead of $80. Wait, really? Yeah. Um... 50% off the gift bundle, which is six of the... Oh. Uh, single uh, Chipolos and then two of the cards for a hundred bucks instead of two hundred bucks. Okay, that's not. It's actually yeah. that's really. I mean, cheap. I don't know how long this is going for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have a date on it. Okay. Yeah, that's not this bad. Is, this is literally they didn't tell us to say this because I just went to no, the website. No, we didn't exactly. Like, so <laughs> you know, this weekend is a special weekend. <laughs> so I, I, yeah. So by the time this comes out. <laughs> It might Thursday. be over. I don't know. Yeah. They might have specials all through the week. Who knows? But once you have the app, though, they you buy the stuff directly through the app if you want, and uh, it is showing me the sales. So when they do have sales, um, then they show you right here. And yeah, that is not a bad deal because I know it's really not. If you want it on a lot of shit, mm-hmm. two wallet cards and then uh, six Chipolo discs for a hundred yeah. bucks. Yeah, no, that's, instead of like two hundred and ten really or whatever. Yeah, that's really good. Okay, well. Maybe these will be stocking stuffers. I thought I was done. I really thought I was done. <laughs> uh, thank you to the good people at Chip Low for not, again, not just being patient, but for sponsoring the show. And uh, frankly, this is this is useful tech. This is not a Bluetooth headset uh, or a Bluetooth hat of which I have two. Okay. Yes, I have two Bluetooth hats. And yes, I have a pair Honestly, of Bluetooth. Honestly, I would probably use that now. Well, it's fucking cold outside. It's been under 24 degrees all day. I mean, they're helpful. I was, you know, it's really funny as we were talking to Jenny. I'm like, should you I just live me? in LA? That's a challenge. That is also but true. But you live it. Here's the difference. Yes. You live in Los Angeles, but you grew up in New York. So mm. when it's 50 degrees, you're like, oh, it's not too bad. Yeah. Whereas people who grew up in LA are like, fuck, it's freezing. Yeah. My yeah. balls are falling off. <laughs> I mean, I have. They fucking they put on a goddamn like North Face jacket when it's sixty five oh. degrees out. I mean, to be fair, my th- blood has thinned pretty considerably. Although, next time I visit the Midwest, I'm gonna I'm gonna die. I mean, when I went out and visited Matt in <laughs> Minneapolis, I was buying all kinds of shit to get ready, and, and nothing did it. Nothing was good enough. We had to go indoors <laughs> every five minutes. It was too much for me. This has been a colder winter than we had last year. So really? It's, yeah. I mean, same here. I mean, it's it makes it feel a little bit more like it's actually Christmas, though. That's the. I mean, that's, that's nice. That's we nice. Bought, I bought all. I bought a bunch of Christmas decorations yesterday. Are you going to get snow? What We've already think? had snow once. We okay. don't get a lot of precipitation here. I'm sure okay. we will by Christmas, but yeah, yeah. the mountains have like mm-hmm. the the ski bunnies are super happy right oh, now. Sure, we, they got a sure. shit ton of snow in the mountains. Same here. I'm seeing a lot of irresponsible people going up uh, in large groups that don't live together um, <laughs> on Instagram. Super fun, guys. Well, I was I was, re- I was reading up on on uh, that, and apparently, at least Brundage, which is our main one here, mm-hmm. has been doing a really good job of ensuring people are wearing masks, mm-hmm. socially distancing. That's nice. They made sure they have all of their lifts running so that they can make sure people keep separate. Mm-hmm. 
So they're doing their best. They're telling people, like, put on your mask because if you don't, then we're going to have to close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And then you can't go skiing. uh, That's like a big thing here. We've gone over this several times, but um, Gavin Newsom, governor of California, can absolutely suck my ass because this is a guy who is just bending to so much special interest to not lock down properly. He's never properly locked the state down. This whole country is not locking down. The only, I mean, there are, and he, but here's the thing. Also, there's new restrictions. Obviously, no in-person, di- no, none of that, none of the indoor dining shit. Uh, and it's been limited. After he issues that order, he's seen indoor dining with a bunch of his fucking friends. He, himself. Mm-hmm. Mr. So do you lower your standards when the president just is a, is a nothing? And you're like, hey, yes. I'll still look okay. I still won't look that bad, I guess. Yeah, what exactly. The fuck? That's what? the thing is our mayor in Boise mm. actually gives a shit. Yeah. And has actually tried to push things, whereas our fucking governor mm. at first Brad Little seemed like he was doing a good job. But then But then freaking election was coming around the corner and even though it wasn't his election mm-hmm. time, mm-hmm. there were plenty of folks whose time it was. Yep. And they obviously pushed him and so he just fucking caved to these anti-masker assholes that's why they're having so much trouble in uh, michigan exact opposite their governor seems to be one of the few taking this shit seriously yeah governors uh, uh new york's got a mixed a mixed bag of what's going on they're finally like possibly going to be fining people for no masks etc 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 well but, they like, finally they they the mayor said um la- like two weeks ago mm-hmm. that they're going to enforce the mask mandate and they're actually going to start fining people. But here's Good. the deal. Mm-hmm. is the majority of the fucking police out there don't believe in it. And they're Oy. the ones who have to fine it, right? So you're not going to... That means nothing. There's no <clears throat> fucking teeth because you've got assholes who are in charge of it all. Oy. Can I tell you how happy I was to talk to my dad the other day when he... Because here's the thing. He's a boomer. You never know what you're going to get, even if you, I think know. you know somebody, yeah. right? And talking to him. Even the, though he worked in the medical field, but then you've yeah. heard a bunch of people in the medical field who are of idiots. Of course. Yeah. Of course. And everything he said was uh, he, some of the very extreme thoughts he's had. Uh, I will not repeat. And he's like, he's like, I've mellowed out since then. I'm like, yeah, don't worry, Dad. We've all had those thoughts about those people who were being that fucking stupid. Yeah. We've all yeah. thought that. We don't mean it, but we've all thought that. So, And I'm like, oh, thank God, Dad. Like yeah, with every day, with every passing day, he's like he gets a little more chill, and I'm like, okay, yep. I figured you'd be <laughs> smart. I figured, but you never know. You never know until you, you find. Never, yeah, you never, yeah, you never know where what the that that trigger could be. Hmm. Mm-hmm. But the thing is that despite everything, your dad's smart. Yep. Yeah. And he cares. He's a caring person, even mm-hmm. if he doesn't present that way. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Like <laughs> a lot of boomers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he does care. Your dad cares. And I yeah. he, he's intelligent and he understands how the world works. Yeah. Like he, you know, it, it, it is best illustrated perhaps in the fact that he loves you, but treats you like you're <laughs> exactly. <of shit. laughs> I've never been able to figure out where that comes from, by the way. I don't know what it is. He's, <laughs> but it's like, and I know, but I can see the wink in the disdain, but he's yeah. always picked on you. And I don't know if it was a, uh, let's toughen Dan what up. He, what was it? What did I say that one time where he told me to get out of the car? <laughs> I don't remember. I, we were, we were like in the middle of nowhere, probably like just past West Oneana on the way back to Lawrence. And I said something uh-huh. and he just pulled over, stopped the car and said, get out. <laughs> and then he, but then we kept going, but of course I forget what it was. That. I forget what I said. Oh, that's so good. That is, uh, yeah. I mean, it's uh, a good bit. That's a very good bit. And I, you know, I don't give my dad enough credit for my sense of humor, but that is definitely there. That is uh-huh. definitely there. Ah, Dan, go Miller. Yeah. So What's gonna, up? This is episode two hundred two. Um, it's our second proper palindrome. That's not true. Been, probably been plenty of palindromes, but probably been yeah, four, plenty. Like twenty two is a palindrome technically. Yeah, right. A palindrome. Technically, I know. Technically, like any of the single ones. digits could be one. I guess. I don't know how you calculate that one. I'm that just going to consider this our first palindrome episode, and I don't know <laughs> why. That's absolutely untrue. With one Absolutely untrue. Uh, you know, those don't count. Listen, Certainly I'm out of wine. I'll tell you You're, that much. I'm so sorry. I'm out of Murph. I need some Murph. I'm gonna. We're gonna try and get them as a sponsor. <laughs> That'd be Excuse amazing. Me. You're it's, welcome. Uh, uh, David Murfield mm-hmm. Really? That's where it gets. It's uh, uh, it's, uh cellared if... and bottled by Murph Wines. In I also Patterson, really Washington. like the label. 
I like the label a lot. I really like the label. They're like they're all like that too. That's good shit. Murph stands for something. More importantly, someone. David Murph Murfield Murfeld. Mm-hmm. His journey from Iowa family farmer to Washington winemaker started in brewing, with some interesting detours along the way. Murph believes in honest hard work, and that's ingrained in this bottle of American craftsmanship. Mm. His wine is something to be discovered, tasted, and enjoyed with friends. Ask for it by name, Murph. Murph. So I'll be good. honest, like I don't know if that's always been around because I feel like mm-hmm. if I had seen Murph mm-hmm. before, I would definitely have bought it. Yeah, yeah. So this has got to be a fairly newer thing, at least in the area. I'm gonna have to dig. I'm gonna have to dig a little bit, see what the history of this guy is, and I cannot find their website right now, which is very weird. Um, Dan, this is coming out on Thursday. What do you want to promote to the ladies and gentlemen out there? Well, we're on a little bit of a hiatus mm-hmm. with O D and D. With O D and D. But please check it out um, at odndpodcast.com. We've got our main D&D thing, and then we've got a bunch of extra things. We're going to definitely have to pick up on Kids on Bikes at some point. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. It's a hell of a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and that's that's the main thing, odndpodcast.com. Oh, my God. Next time we do the regular campaign, we're going to be so lost. I cannot remember <laughs> what happened. Oh, no. no. I can loosely remember all I know is you, they're both fun. You guys just... beat a giant electro kraken and then got into a robot and walked off. Oh, yeah, that was dope. Oh, you're right. <laughs> no, that was really good. That one hasn't even come out yet. That was really good. Okay. Yeah, you guys got to keep keep an ear out. Once, <laughs> once, once the hiatus is over, that will happen again. Um... Listen to the professional blur at professionalblur.com. That podcast is going to be ending at least for the short term. Our second season will be its last for now. Uh, still listen to dispatches from Fort Awesome. There is a, a new episode should have come out this week, uh, which is a an audience episode where we um, just basically go over people's audience emails and talk nice. about projects that we are s- still trying to make happen, like a news radio tribute comic. I will tell you the one of the best things. There's an ep- my favorite episode of news radio is called Arcade. There's a game in it called Galaxy Defender, which is no Stargate Defender, idiot. It's called Stargate Defender because it is a portmanteau, basically, of a loose portmanteau of Defender and Stargate, the two games. And uh, one of our audience members was like, you know, I used to be a programmer. You guys were saying it should be a game. Should I program it? I'm like, you don't have to ask me. Yeah, don't ask. Yes, Just make do it. it. Because, you know, the, I have been also looking into, there are some really easy, cheap kits made of MDF of just make your own arcade cabinet. If they do that, they're super simple. I will make an arcade cabinet with that in it because and anything else that I want to play. But like and I'm not even a gamer, but if you do that, please I will commit the money to making a cabinet of it because holy shit that would be amazing. To I'd be happy to reality. make the cabinet. I've got a little oh, bit God, more tools right? than you. Yeah, 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 that's true. <laughs> that is true. Um, so yeah, listen to that. Comedy on Vinyl is a podcast that I still do. Uh this week Oh yeah, this I guess yesterday you would have heard the Oh, God, am I doing the math right in my head? I think yesterday, sometime this week, the Tarek Davis episode uh, uh, comes out. He is Amber Ruffin's uh, sidekick gentleman on her show. He's very funny. Amber Ruffin is hilarious. She is brilliant. And, uh, you know, if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't have known him. And I will tell you, this episode gets fucking deep and dark and good. And we talk about some shit that I'm not even qualified to talk about. But he was respectful (laughs) enough to not laugh at me for trying to talk about race. And it was a really good episode. It's it's one of my favorite episodes in a long time. Um, So that's it. StolenDress.com is where you can find all of those. And they'll also link back to ODNDpodcast.com if you don't go there individually. Um, Dan, what do you want to leave the people with this week? Murph. That's very good. Thank I you. will then uh, leave you guys with, um, uh, you know, everybody says that turkey tastes best uh, on the next day, but it first tastes best at 11 p.m. <laughs> what? One hour from the next day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour, the podcast, is part of the Stolen Dress Podcast Network. The show is hosted by Dan Gomiller and Jason Klom. The Dan and Jay's Community Service theme song was composed and performed by Brian Magic Hands Madison. The Silver Jubilee theme song was composed and performed by Nick Robes with lyrics by Jason Klom. Have questions? Call and leave us a voicemail at 208-557-DJCH. That's 208-557-3524. You can also send snail mail to Stolen Dress Entertainment, P.O. Box 805, Burbank, California, 91503. Subscribe to Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever else you can find us. Give us a five-star rating and write us a review. It helps. 
You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at DJC Hour and Instagram at Dan and Jay Comedy. Or find everything in one place at danandjay.com. Visit StolenDress.com to listen to our other podcasts, watch videos, and imbibe freely of our multimedia content going back 15 plus years. Stolen Dress Entertainment. Hey, it's my turn. Ah!